I'm James, and like a woman's heart, I'm a deep ocean of secrets. Oh, okay, cute. And I'm Keen, and welcome back to Sissy That Pod. This is episode six. It's Snatch Game. Snatch Game. Connor Behan is back by popular demand to share with us his thoughts on Snatch Game. He's our perfect snatch. He is our perfect snatch. Our deadliest snatch. Got to snatch them all. <laughs> Got to snatch them all. I don't know. I don't know. We're we're we're, we're scraping the barrel here. I think there's much better Sna- content in the episode. Perhaps go listen. Snatch to that. me if you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snatch me if you can. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Snatch me outside. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the <laughs> Okay, well, Connor, thanks for joining us. What have your opinions been of season 12 so far? Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I feel like these queens are doing the show in the absolute worst. Like, it's coming out in the worst circumstances. Like, mm. one of their contestants is a complete freak. Um, to put it mildly and then they're releasing episodes in a pandemic so none of them can do club appearances weekly and do viewing parties and make the fortune they're usually probably expecting to make mm-hmm. so I feel bad for them. it's been a really good season so far it definitely has a bit more pep in its step compared to last year it definitely has mm-hmm. a more interesting group of characters and it as much as there's some very talented and clearly like great queens in it it's not like well so and so is definitely going to win like you're kind of you're rooting for a lot of people whereas it's something here is you're like oh they're gonna win and everyone else is a bit shit this year it's a quite well balanced cast and i think the two premieres was smart because you got to know both of them separately so you feel like you kind of root for more than because you know them a bit better whereas last year i wasn't until episode four or five where i was like oh that's what your name is you know what i'm like sugar cane yeah last year i was like which one are you i was literally like what the fuck is going on no last season there was vanji and um silky and then the rest for like the first like five. i remember everybody was like silky is doing too much i'm like silky's in a room of 15 people and she's like hold on I need to do what I need to do. So mm. this season, there's a bit less of that because I've had more breathing room. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. And there's queens. I'm, I'm, there's a few queens I like more than others. But in general, I'm like, oh, I couldn't tell you who might win. Well, no, as in who's the one winner. There's a few yeah. that I'm like, okay. There's a few. Well, ones. I have to say, I'm so grateful this actually is coming out of the pandemic because it's such a nice distraction mm-hmm. from everything else. So <laughs> the episode starts with Britta having another old stab at Aiden about not being in the bottom. It's a really sort of, you know, we've, done to death at this point um and i didn't and at the time know why they kept pushing this narrative but when we get to the lip sync this week i don't realized why and that's when i realized (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, no i mean like that that section of the show always feels a bit like it's a bit forced yeah and it's kind of like there there's not a whole lot they can say other than what they we've all just seen on the show anyway i mean the Mm. highlight of that section was Gigi's extended hair flip wig reveal like what a professional even when she's taking her wig off she's like (laughs) giving shows yeah um and there was only 10 queens left and it just like it was outside of drag race uk we had 10 queens mm-hmm. i just feel like there's more queens compared to those 10 to sort of way like if you said i would have thought there was more than 10 because there's still so many big personalities yeah and also snatch games seems to be coming earlier so the whole episode felt i guess the two premieres thing means they've probably changed the running order slightly or something i keep looking at myself mm. in the video chat we're doing isn't that really <laughs> fucking weird? oh i i'm terrible for that you know the WhatsApp chats? I actually watch them mostly with my picture as the bigger one. And oh. it's like whoever I'm talking oh. to. You're like, I'm fucking fierce. Oh, yes. 
you know those like the the Instagram influencer like ring lights? I actually have purchased yeah. one of those now so that I can give myself the best lighting when I'm doing my WhatsApp calls. I'm like I'm fully embracing solitude and going fully uh, self-involved. It's amazing. <laughs> Previous guest of this show and, and Dublin drag legend Victoria Secret put a thing on her Instagram where she had set up her drag lights for for, for a video call That's with friends. Exactly what inspired like, me. Well, yeah, full. I was like, you know what, Vicky, if you have it at home, why not? <laughs> if it's just sitting there, you might as well use it. <laughs> I always wonder about people who are do- going on first dates in like over Zoom or Skype or WhatsApp web or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, and it's like imagine being at a first date and it buffers and you're left like pulling a really weird face or like a fork in the mouth like are, nobody wants to see a free are people having face dinner dates over Skype? i actually i did that like two weeks ago it was actually elt barge feel the beat and the rhythm of the skype dating <laughs> <laughs> Zoom call on your laptop now. <laughs> Anymore, we'll have to pay royalties on that, Cutter. So, I, by the way, VH1 obviously like here's a big check. Go and clear Rhythm of the Nine. Just have it for the season. I'm like, it's like this weird, surreal. Like, is this really happening? Like, joke they keep doing where they play just a bit of it. I'm like, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> but there seems to be doing that. There, there seems to be like kind of like. Uh, I don't know, like a throwback thing going on because they keep on like, like they keep bringing back Dahlia in her broccoli costume. Like, so there's like they've obviously decided that they're going to make this like the in joke season. There's going to be all these like little things going to show up every week. Yeah, I kind of felt I was like, in the you know, inspired by Mean Girls, stop trying to make Dahlia's <laughs> broccoli head happen. Like, nobody's making it happen outside of the show. It's only the editors who are like, oh, this is good content. Let's keep showing that. <laughs> but poor old Nikki Doll. Like, I would have thought it would have been fair, kind of, if you had Dahlia. P- popping in last week to have like Nikki come up to do the whole like sexy here's the snatch game thing oh yeah that's a good point justice for Nikki doll I guess I feel like she's an all-stars con- candidate at some point down the line mm. yeah I'd hope so I hope so also the editing in this episode was like a break next speed it's like okay they're back okay now oh welcome to the workroom okay RuPaul's here oh it's snatch game okay and now we're going straight back pretty much into the walkthrough like you get that all yeah. in less than 10 minutes I did like in the like little sort of pre kind of starting moment where they were all getting uh, de-dragged after the main stage from the, the last episode that Heidi was kind of over comforting and chatting to, to Aiden again. Mm. It just really makes me like her a lot more. Like she seems real genuine. She came to her defense again in, in Untucked last week and kind of seems. That to... was iconic. That made the first good Untucked yeah. of the season. Yes. Who gives a fuck anyway? She is safe. I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. <laughs> She's so funny. I really, I'm obsessed with her. I just think she's hysterical. She's brilliant. She's, she's everything like, she says is funny. Yeah, no, absolutely. She's like, she's going to be like the Vanjie, the kind of that character who is all personality. And actually, when it gets to the walkthrough and Vanjie's there, I was like, Vanjie and Heidi for a Web Presents Plus web series would be great because they both have that just raw sort of charisma and, you know, spontaneous back and forth. And I did love that once they got into that walkthrough, like they were loving, like, you could do Phaedra Parks. And she's like, I don't know who Phaedra is. I was like, don't think this is a good idea for Heidi. (laughs) Oh, I just love the way she was like, Leslie Jones, that's who I'm going to do. I was like, how does your brain work? Like, I wonder, was that one of her... Anyway, they bring, like, they're told to bring two or three Snatch Game options. Like, do you think she had that? Or do you think she saw Leslie in the panel and went, I'm, I'm going to do Leslie? Uh, definitely the latter. I think she was like, yeah. I have that dress. Um, I'll do yeah. That. <laughs> I have that dress and I have those yellow shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't give you your shoes. I need those shoes, sis. 
Uh, the walkthrough was kind of weird. I've never felt Rue really sort of um, expressing his influence in it so much. Trying to get Heidi to do Phaedra, trying to get uh, Crystal to do Elder Barge. Even like Jan, I felt he was pushing for her to do Chris Jenner. Yeah, I mean, the thing, <laughs> I was kind of laughing at the Crystal thing because you could tell she was legitimately upset. But I love when Rue dolls out his one hug a year. He's like, do you want a hug? I was like, I'd love if they were like, no, no, it's fine. I know you need to hug someone around episode eight. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to do one a year. It's cool. I don't, you don't need to hug me. But also the sympathy of being like, and the empathy of being like, oh, do you want a hug? It completely undermined when he's like, well, don't cry in my seat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I liked that. I thought it humanized Rue a bit. Also, Rue clearly learned the word volley this episode. Oh, my God. Uh, she said it so much. It was like, instead of the usual, well, make me laugh make me laugh it was you got a volley i was like oh my god shut the fuck up saying volley and later on what's his name daniel says on the panel i was like yeah. did you guys take out shares in a tennis ball company like do you know what they know wimbledon's cancelled yeah. <laughs> how's your federer for season 12 um no joke this morning i looked out my window my street like in dublin 8 is very quiet at the moment and i saw this random like tall blonde woman walk by kind of looked like a model i was like who is that stunning woman and she was holding a tennis racket and then 10 minutes later I start watching Drag Race and it's all volley this, volley that. I was like, it's a sign from the universe. Foreshadowing. I should take up tennis in this quarantine yeah. time. I was like, damn, that's two tennis things in a day. <laughs> even even Jackie, like Julie Andrews would have been a really good shout as well. I felt like Rue was pushing for that option as yeah, well. Yeah, but I also was like, once I heard Lisa Rinna, I was like, come on, Real Housewives. I'm a big Housewives mm-hmm. fan. I was like, bitch, I need to see this. And actually, Rinna is such a great tailor-made drag character i was like yeah. no i was like stick with fucking lisa rinna now i saw that's just to keep us guessing because if they all just went yeah i'm gonna do this there'd be no tension going into snatch game yeah i do it's think so. i know it wasn't a snatch game but ben to the creme did the julie andrews Divas for that, like in the in the all-stars and it was it was really perfect i'm really spot on and i think that it, if you're going to go and try especially if you're someone who's coming in there with the caliber of jackie if you're going to be trying to do you you want to you kind of want to be doing something original and no one has done lisa rina and you're right she's a brilliant character for snatch game she's so funny and there's references and, she had it down to and you can she's funny yeah. if you don't mm. know her whereas i think like that's my thing i'm like there's certain people that the people will do that i don't know but if you make it broad enough i don't care and she got yeah. enough Rinna-isms and then took it to like added all this extra sauce where it was like funny anyway so yeah 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 and I suppose the only way to really play Julie Andrews is to sort of do what Monet exchanged did with Maya Angelou like kind of give her a more like spunky yeah or whatever yeah. um you know atmosphere or personality so yeah yeah it has like, to be naughty she was like oh Rue come in my bum or something like that like it'd have to be a bit more <laughs> sorry Julie <laughs> I'm slut. Hello. I'm Julie oh, Andrews, a big slut. Like, it'd have to be like that. I'm Julie that. Andrews. Please despunk my yeah. balls. <laughs> I am practically perfect in every way at giving head. Oh! <laughs> Ew. Sorry, Julie. Sorry, Julie. <laughs> yeah, it would end up like Blue Hydrangea and Mary Mary. Just like exactly. a yeah. version of it. Horny yeah. woman. Horny old woman. Um, I thought the walkthrough with, um, with Gigi the the real you, I, I, you couldn't tell what, what way that was building up to but I sort of got the feeling from it that, that they were pushing it in this way of like this is going to be amazing and this is going to be Rue's like big oh my god moment when she's like don't do that that's terrible don't do that I, you could sort of get I loved the confidence of Gigi to say I get your concerns 
but they're not my concerns. I just was like, that's amazing. That is like someone who is so self-assured. It's a, it, like brilliant to watch on screen. It's almost like, Gia, what you wanna think is that what you're gonna <laughs> yeah. think. But also, I found it so funny that they weren't allowed to use Sophia the robot. Like, is that a copy? It, it must be, be copyrighted. It must be. I was like, yeah. that's so funny that because like Lisa Rinna's name is fine, but Sophia the robot is obviously technically a copyright. So they were like Maria the robot. I thought that was <laughs> such a weird because they didn't really. They sort of edited around it in the walkthrough, and then when they started Smash mm. Game, I literally wrote Maria question mark. I was like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, and the way she went, no, I'm not going to change. Was very like. It's that thing of, like, you forget she's 21 and has that, like, early 20s self-confidence now. She's amazing, so I get why. But it's, like, that added on top. She's like, no, no. I know what I'm doing. I was like, okay. <laughs> Cheers for the concerns, Rue. Yeah. You can keep them. <laughs> I take the concerns and I ignore them. Thanks so much. Yeah. I liked when she was like, you know, all my references are going to be scientific and mathematical. And, you know, that sounds a bit boring. And Rue's like, yes, it fucking does sound boring. Yes. I almost fell asleep it during is, that sentence. It does. <laughs> sound boring i was like well, oh great start to the conversation <laughs> there was a lot of queens like they didn't show a sherry in the walkthrough which i presume was intentional but we didn't get a lot of mm. most of them there was no widow i figured sherry was supposed to be in the walkthrough yeah because you only got five out of ten which is quite few yeah they yeah. maybe they made an executive decision so it wouldn't look as noticeable i do i do think that vanji's charisma just seems to just sparkle through every time she's on screen i love to like little interaction with jackie where mm. she was like oh you're doing julia roberts i just thought was so funny <laughs> but also when she hits on Jackie and Jackie's like well actually uh, I have a boyfriend but um, I was hoping for making friends <laughs> I know I'm also like gays most gays have a boyfriend and then through their boyfriends <laughs> yeah. how are it gonna be yeah it's like the French <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's like there was not a lot pre Snatch Game so let's just suppose jump into Snatch Game um, how do you think everybody did who was your standout um my standouts for Snatch Game, I loved I loved Jackie's Lisa Rinna because she had everything from like the QVCs to the, like the, the diapers thing was a reference back that she did an ad for Depends. And when she joined Housewives, she was like, yeah, I did an ad for Shitty Knickers. Class. <laughs> uh, she managed to work in the wine glass and don't talk about the husband, like all the really iconic Rinna moments. So I loved that. I kind of enjoyed Heidi as Leslie because it was just Heidi. And I find Heidi funny. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like Silky last year as T.S. Madison was just. Yeah, exactly. Um, who I mean, Gigi really did steal the show. Like, I have to say, I know Sherry, like they're editing her out and she's done well and all that thing. But like, I don't think Sherry's actually that good. I think like she's a decent campy queen and you can tell she's kind of got good comic timing. But I'm like, I don't I don't think she's that good as a campy queen. I see a lot of other campy queens in her delivery, not just Drag Race ones, just that kind of style. And I'm kind of like, I don't find her very original. Even her thing was very like, the same characters last week and the same joke with the card and the, oh, I wrote it. I was like, that's actually not that funny. It's just good characterization. Like, it's funny. I feel like, okay, am I just really biased because I know she's a fucking freak? Or is it that like, she's actually not that good? Well, you see, I saw it. I saw her first go around and I was like, okay, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, the first good. time I was, was loving funny. it. Yeah. And then she did the same thing again. I didn't quite get the joke. And then because she repeated the joke the third time, I was like, okay, now I get it. And I was like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Unless, to be yeah. fair, they cut a lot of... I mean, I got the vibe they left quite a bit of her in that because they had to, but maybe there's stuff we didn't see. I also thought Jam was going to do a lot more. I was for someone that, who's yeah. so yeah. like... It's like, I'm, I've got amazing eyebrows and I really want to win. It's like, you're not really, I'm finding Jan very, like, 
over the top, very American and very like, I really want to win. I'm like, yeah, I'm what else? Like, Brit is the same. It's the thing of, I'm going to do well. I'm big in New York. I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. like, that doesn't mean a fucking thing when you're there and you're not yeah. very interesting, you know? Well, I would have said Jan was, was fourth. Like, if Really? I Jan didn't was, find yeah. her... Gigi, Jackie, Sherry, Heidi would have been my top four. Jan, I found very kind of... I don't think she was very funny. And I don't know the character. So I don't know if that was, like, accurate to the character. Um, But I I, I was expecting something more from her. Because I think she's kind of... It's almost like she's been sort of ready to launch for the last, like, five episodes. And, you know, it's it's sort of like Matthew McConaughey needs to, like, push her out of the nest. That failure to launch. <laughs> On streaming now. <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> failure to launch. Available now. Um, but I, I, just I feel like jam- she has... Yeah. I, I, I keep expecting her to do really well because she seems talented, but she hasn't really made an impression. I just... Jan, to me, it's like, I can see all the talent here and I can see all the ambition. I just don't see a point of view or reason to root for you. And even... Like she's doing this thing every week where she's like, I'm doing a music video for the, this week's lip sync song. And I watch them. I'm like, God, the production value of these is insane. But every song she sings it like it's a, like a ballad in a Broadway show. Like, did you see her do an S&M the other week? And she starts it with a high note where she goes, hey, yeah. I'm like, that's not the song at all. Like, it's just this thing of look, it's look how talented I am. I'm like, OK, but what else? It's I think I've noticed with drag queens and it's actually kind of exacerbated slightly by drag race where their whole entire drag persona is so busy gigs. I'm off to the gig, the gig. I'm going to the gig. I'm like, what's your, what do you find funny? What songs do you love? Like, what's your visual point of view? It's like, Oh, I'm working, honey. I'm off to the gig. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Like, is that, it's very like telling me you're a drag queen and you're ambitious, but there's no real story there. God, if I was on the drag race panel, I'd be fucking reef and jam. Like, what's your point of view? (laughs) So you don't think the judges are being unfair to her that she hasn't been in the top yet? Do you think that's? I think fair? it's. I think it's like she's and her. Some of her runways have been good, but again, it's. A, I just need that little some special sauce that were her. She lacks the fashion. I think. I don't know. Every week she's doing costume. Like it's it's sort of elaborate kind of. And even on the runway today, she was like, "I'm not afraid to go there. I'm going to go there." But it's like right. It's so thought. It's too thought out and very like. She has this energy of a really high energy and annoying like summer camp like camp counselor who's like yeah. today we're doing tool it's like oh my god like this is so annoying i need her to just chill out basically i like that though i think it's a new it's a new sort of character that we have on the show this like True, super it's new trope. happy positive <laughs> she's a super positive queen <laughs> but no, i i would i would love to see her do just a straight up kind of beauty look on the runway because every week it's been concept 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 and yeah i'm surprised well i suppose she hasn't been in the top or the bottom really to be called out by michelle for it yet um this is terrible it is, it is that michelle visage thing of like it's becoming predictable yeah we know jan's gonna do a costume i do think she's probably gonna do that thing where a few more queens will go and she'll suddenly pop a bit more and have something to say i just her and Britta, like, I knew them just from being New York queens, and I have friends in New York who work with them. So I was like, oh, they're going to be great. And I'm watching going, sometimes thinking you're great and really wanting to win is not great television. Like, that's yeah. not real. Like, whereas Heidi in Closet is, like, funny and has a point of view already and has this natural energy to her. And I'm like, that's kind of what these super ambitious queens need on top of their ambition and the money they obviously put into the outfits and all that kind of thing. Mm. 
I just read John down. Woo! <laughs> Woo! And in. See you, John. In Untucked, she's always the first up to hit that shade button as well, which I think gives her some, like, funny, That was her, the moments. best thing she's done on the show so far was that Untucked for me. I was like, that's, now that's funny. That's timing. <laughs> you can stay. That's your personality, John, pressing the shade button. We also don't know whether she's had those moments and they've just been edited out. And also, yeah, and also, I've noticed this week and last week, they've had the emotional moments in and the sort of, they don't ramp up to them very organically. And that makes me think that they're like, okay, we'll make this a little bit longer and then we'll get to the part where so-and-so cries and we'll hold on that for another 30 seconds. Like, and even things like, so, the Snatch Game, did that remind anyone of abusive past that they may have had? (laughs) I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because the stories they tell are really important. It's just... You still have to kind of earn it and get there in an organic feeling, in an organic seeming way. You played an abuse victim. Is that something that resonates with you? It's like a little bit on the nose and almost disrespectful. Did you feel at home in Snatch Game? Oh, talk about home. I actually used to be homeless. And then like, there they're off. Like, it's just so <laughs> It's Snatch Game. Did you ever play games as a kid and feel left out? It's like, I was a big class for volleyball. Every time you said volley, I was so upset. <laughs> so like Widow's story was actually an important one and they said that on screen but I felt like if you don't handle the landing on that well enough you almost sort of take the piss out of the person without meaning to yeah. and then weirdly Gigi having that chat in the mirror about her gender fluid kind of experiences and stuff that actually felt more organic because it was sort of they're clearly just chatting and it came up and then they had her fill the blanks mm. in in the interview chair and that's that's that reminds me of how when Drag Race started, that they would have these chats and it felt more organic. So it's yeah. just funny for me as a, a TV production nerd. I'm like, I wonder why they went to it that there. You know, like I feel like we're missing yeah. huge chunks of Sherry, which I'm fine with. But, you know, I yeah. there is a bit of me that would love to see the original edit of it just to kind of understand where the storylines would have gone. Yes. And at what point she was actually involved. Because even, say, last week when they were doing the... Or the week where they were doing the um, the, the, the Gay's Anatomy. Uh, was that last week? I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah, that was, was three a, was years ago in the pandemic. Yes, yes. We were we were building up to, to Jada kind of being a bit kind of like anxious about her character. And there was one point where Sherry, like one of the few lines she got on it, like, come, like sort of was like, you got it, girl, don't worry. And I was like, <laughs> was that... And then it was sort of like the, the Jada being worried about her thing never really got brought up again later on in the episode. So I was like, was there going to be... Like, was there more of a storyline where we were meant to be more concerned about Jada? But I don't know. I I, I, yeah. I would like to see the original edit just to kind of understand it would be great how to it all tied do... together in a way that they were really yeah. hoping for. Because fir- was it the first or second week and there was that thing on Twitter where I think Netflix and WoW Presents Plus had a different version of the episode and you could they someone had done... Lee Dawson actually had done a side-by-side of, like, the scene where they've left Sherry's talking head in versus... And it's like the thrust of it was the same it was just a different person walking you through it so but i'm guessing that they obviously had to tighten that up because it would just look so bad down the line well i often forget she's even there like when i came to snatch game and it, you know crystal had said oh hi i'm poppy and then i was like and sherry pie because she happened to be last i was like this reminds you of like kirsten chenoweth at snatch game at all stars three and you're like oh there's an extra person here <laughs> Oh, Kristen popped up. Yeah, I actually also thought, I kind of thought Jada would do more with Cardi B. That's such a great character. And actually, Jada's quite funny and dry. And she was just a bit, like, Cardi's such... And Cardi has been around for years before the music popped off. There's so many things you could reference there. I was like, I would love to see someone do a good Cardi B. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, I actually don't think you can do a good Cardi B because Cardi B is basically a comedian. And she's a drag queen. And I mean that in the best possible way. 
No, exactly. And it's going to be very hard to be as good as her. You need to take somebody who isn't that, you know, comically funny. Maybe a great character. Yes. And make yeah, them that's funny. that's so true. That is so true. Um, Tina and Ike. What were our thoughts there? We barely saw Tina. I'm like, why would you do... I couldn't... Like, in a way, that's more of a comment on not doing well when you pick a character as big as Tina Turner, who actually, I don't think has... Has anyone done Tina on Snatch Game? I don't think they have. Has anyone done Tina? (laughs) (laughs) Shangela did. Oh, yes. yeah, And that was like her... Hallelujah. Yeah, and there's so long ago that I forgot about that. But like... I just feel like a character as big as Tina and you barely get any screen time and you do a transformation into Ike and they barely even properly show us it. It must have been really boring. Like, I'd rather yeah. be really shit at Snatch Game or really great. If you're just a bit crap at Snatch Game, it's like... When Ike took out the cake and I was like, okay, she's going to say, eat the cake, Hannah mate," Like, we all want. Yeah. And she didn't say it. <laughs> like, like, we all want. Okay, speak for yourself. <laughs> I want her to say. But then maybe that's the thing where they can't reference the movie. Who fucking knows? Like... I don't know. It just, I thought Widow had a, like, has a lot of charisma and I think is an interesting character. But like, again, it's a bit like, what are you bringing here? Mm. So yeah, I don't know. It was an interesting Snatch game because there was a few really strong ones and a few okay ones. No one really, well, other than Aiden, I didn't think anyone was like yeah. abysmal. You know, usually there's a few howlers and you're like, yeah, oh God, yeah. that was really bad. I think it was one of the I best kinda... Snatch games we've, we've had in a while though. Like I think the last couple of them have been quite underwhelming. Uh, so it's it's not it's it's good to actually have had one where like I properly laughed out loud at like a couple of the different queens' answers in which I hadn't in in the last like the last one has been more like just like yes I, I appreciate that this is entertaining viewing. Like, <laughs> That's funny. Not laughing. Yeah. That's funny. It's not lol funny. <laughs> they didn't try shoehorn in a theme like snatch game at sea. Yeah. Thank God. I hate it when they do that. I mean, Match Game for All-Stars was fun because, okay, they've done it once. Let's make them do it in a different format. But, like, I kind of feel like you don't need to fuck with Snatch Game that much. That's part of the beauty of it. It's already a piss take anyway. Snatch Game of Love is back for All-Stars 5, I'm pretty sure. Do you have tea? Any scalding dish you'd like to share with the group? That's just what... Scalderella? That's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard so, on the streets. I, Am I the streets? I mean Reddit. <laughs> I think that makes sense uh, to like kind of heighten the game a bit more to make it into the Snatch Game below for All-Stars. And I think it still worked. I think for All-Stars, it does make sense to rejig the Snatch Game somewhat just because in the All-Stars format, they're all coming back at a certain level of experience. And it's like, you have to fuck with them a bit more because it's like, well, you thought it was going to go this way. So yeah, I mean, I'm wondering, I have a feeling, I have a feeling they might maybe move up All-Stars or show, like, I feel like it's air day could be changed with everything because they might need to air it quicker. Like, are they going to be able to film the finale? I was wondering that last week, if they're going to wait until after they've aired All-Stars to actually put the finale out so they can give them a real one. Because otherwise they're going to have a really shitty run. I mean, I don't know. The problem is, is obviously they couldn't do the one with the audience. I'm wondering, could you do a safe, like, maybe only the top four are there and it's a closed set? Because the thing is, all production is shut down. It's not just like, oh, you can't do ones with an audience. Like, they've shut down... Like, they've shut down basically all kinds of production. So, like, could you do the skeleton crew where everyone is two feet away? I mean, that's what people who are working inside RTE and stuff are doing at the moment. So, they could feasibly do the fi- the final that way. I mean, I would kind of love a finale in the vein of, like, season three where there's one winner and no one... they It's a real reaction and it's done in a studio. Like, the studio audience thing is a bit... It's not the most satisfying episode to watch. 
it, I think that it had its moment with the whole Sasha Valor thing, but yes. it, it we've kind of lost. It's kind of lost its uh, its magic a bit. Yeah, I would love just to see a finale over you know Zoom <laughs> and have the drag queens in their bedrooms and like show us around their house, and then they find out they win in their house. It could happen. Can you imagine RuPaul outside of fracking site in Wyoming being like, hello, queens, I'm zooming away. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. I wouldn't put it past them at this point, honestly. It's time to frack for your life out of the lip sync. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the Lee Dawson recap. I think the most recent one where he has um this girl, Chase Icon, she does these hilarious videos online of like, Kim Kardashian and Lady Gaga, and she's doing Ru's voice for the recaps now. And she was like, Frack it up, queens. I'm frack, frack, yeah. fracking about. I was like, <laughs> I, I could watch this joke. Oh, you can make this joke for the next six months and I'll laugh every time. Don't frack it yeah, up. Guess, okay. guess who's fracking the house? <laughs> yeah. He'll keep like, fracking oh around. <laughs> Literally, I was like, oh my God, you better fracky that walk, honey. Um, yeah. What do we think of Crystal? I really like Crystal. Did the you like coffee? Um, Crystal the drag queen, <laughs> Crystal the boy out of drag. I love... I just, I mean, actually her Poppy, in, I know Poppy in like a bit. And I know her enough so to know. Could you give us a voice. bit of a background to Poppy? Because I actually don't know that much about her. Yeah, and I was so. like, Connor Behan will know about Poppy. <laughs> we will be sorted. <laughs> so I don't know a huge amount. And I'm sure there's a Poppy super fan listening out there somewhere. So the whole thing with Poppy is it's like, She's this kind of like wide eyed, blonde haired gal who does these kind of electro pop bangers and then some kind of more weird, like the music changes shape and genre all the time. The idea is it's meant to be like she's playing like a girl being made to look like a pop star. Like who's she, the idea is that it's this woman created to be a pop, pop project and kind of like a robotic pop star. Sort of like what Chanel Monáe was kind of going for with her concept that she's like I, this android. I mean, I guess, I don't know a okay. huge amount about it. But the whole thing is, is that she, it's like, there's an element of mystery and weirdness where she talks in this weird clipped voice and she's very off the internet, but no one knows anything about her. Mm. And I believe there's been some controversy about the guy behind it and how he apparently allegedly ripped it off from somebody else and took it to this poppy project so she's kind of like this manufactured pop star but that's the point and what was the cult reference i i I think i think i don't know if she was improvising or if it's a nod to the fact that she's meant to seem like she's under the thumb of somebody because if you watch any poppy music it's all like i'm poppy like one of her songs is i'm poppy and she just says it over and over on a loop so she has some bops (laughs) Because I, I Wikipedia'd her right after the show and it said, Bobby is an American singer, songwriter, YouTuber, and religious leader. What? That was the next. I, you can't hear it, but I just sipping water, you did that, and I actually did nearly did spit take. I didn't, I don't know. Maybe she has a cult. Like Lady Gaga could, and her little monsters. Yeah. yeah Put I your could, paws up. Because then I thought, oh, is she like religious? Does she have like all the sort of right wing Christians behind her? But oh. then, she, then she has. She says she's gender fluid as well. So I, I was Tea. very confused by her. Yeah, I don't know a huge amount. I know I, I would have listened to a few songs a few years ago and I know she's still kicking around, but I couldn't tell you the, the specifics. I knew enough to know that Crystal had the voice and the mannerisms down, but I think she needed to go broader and you could have landed jokes with it, but she kind of didn't. Yeah. But I still think Crystal has a lot to offer and I feel like she could, I don't know, I she feel feels like a fan favorite in the making she does Mm. yeah and i think her aesthetic is actually interesting in that it is unique and it does feel like something different which is actually hard to find on drag race now i know they they touched on this a lot on race chaser this week and it made me watch this episode with fresh eyes in a way like britta has gotten a very harsh edit as well like and it's not again it's not even the villain because 
there's a softer side to her, but it's just like they really are leaving in every instance of her being like, <laughs> well, I'm a big deal in New York. It's like, Ooh, well, her whole personality can't be I'm a big deal in New York. But I think I I liked the kind of the sort of there's been some vulnerability coming through where she's understanding she's not doing well in the competition and she's kind of frustrated yes. by it because she knows that she yeah. she is a big deal in New York. And I, I suppose hopefully now that Aiden's gone, who's kind of been her, um, her, her like nemesis, nemesis. <laughs> the thorn in her side, nemesis, <laughs> nemesis. Uh, now she nemesis can kind of nemesis. hopefully have a bit of a redemption. Because um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I so strongly coming into this, I thought that Britta was going to win. I thought that Britta was going to walk in yeah, like Bianca Del Rio, sure. and I was like absolutely going to nail it right through to the finale. Now yeah. I'm kind of like I'm putting her and maybe Crystal as the next to go. Not Crystal! <laughs> Ooh. No, I want Crystal and Heidi to win. Joint winners. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> You're both winners, baby, via Skype in six yeah. months' time. Oh, winner, winner, two chicken dinners on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like a, a th- it'd be on the house party app because they'd oh, sponsor yeah. oh, to losing God. millions of followers in a week. Sponsored by house party app. <laughs> <Wink>. <laughs> Yeah, I have Heidi down to be gone the next few weeks as well, I think. Just purely You guys are fucking haters is all I'll say. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm, right. I'm thinking Heidi's going to be around for a while. I think she's going to get to the top haters of Haters in the Zoom shot today. <laughs> haters in the Zoom. But who I want to do well isn't going to be who's going to well, do well. what so. you want to stand isn't what the judges are going to stand. Okay. Gia Gunn should be on every week just in the background giving commentary <laughs> yeah. every week. Will we make it head to the runway now? So the the yes. category was frozen. I do want to say before we start, like part of the reason that I was even a little bit late coming to you guys, I was I was watching the credits to see if Disney had actually sponsored this because you know what they always say promotional consideration furnished by, mm. and it's like the guy who does RuPaul's suits and maybe like the fabric wall. No mention of Disney or Broadway or the musical. So I'm like, did they just choose that themselves? Because it was well, so heavily sponsoring this musical effectively. I was like, this is such a weird choice. Yeah, I was wondering, did they say Frozen the Broadway musical rather than Frozen 2 the movie because it was less of a copyright? I don't know. So we're look- So we're looking at Aiden Zane's um, abominable abominable outfit um, that also <laughs> is the abominable snowman. I thought this was my favourite from her. Uh, no, last Apart week's from, from her, her was her best. This is cute. I thought you were about to say, my favorite of the week. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> see the shade on the Zoom. Um, yeah, it's it's this kind of, <clears throat> like, the blue dress is cute, but it's like the dress and the gloves are very pedestrian. I think the ne- mm. it's this thing Aiden does where there's, like, a glimmer of a great idea, but it feels like the first draft is something that needs, like, six uh, more goes around the table. I think her character mm. all over has been, like, great idea, but yeah. not willing to put the work in to bringing it to where it could be. I also, quite like the eye mask. I feel like I would use that like for yeah. Ned's kit. <laughs> on the Ryanair flight. So when we can all get back yeah. to all Manchester. All her runways. Taking the snooze. All Sorry, her runways saying? remind me of like season three. I'm like, if that was in season three now, it would be reasonable yeah. enough. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's very, it's very just like the, the olden days when they didn't have as much money, but they all didn't have money. So it was a more level playing field. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Whereas now it just looks really low key and like, like poor standards. Oh, excuse me. I kind of thought she should have worn the the necklace, which is like the mouth of the Eddie up around her mouth when she walked onto the runway and then dropped it. Yeah, yeah. Or even had like, I don't know, more fur along her body or yeah. like fur coming over her face or, or something. Or just something, a huge like, fur coat. So when she walked out, it was more like yeti and then she could have revealed to the, the lovely slinky yeah. dress. 
And they could have been like, Yeti Queen, or something like that, you know, Yeti Queen. Was this one they said Coldy Hawn for? Because I loved Coldy Hawn. That was my favourite one. I think so. Carson was on one this week. Carson was like, was that Ice Gala? I was like, please, please sit down. No, Carson said for this one, it was on for Yetable. And then he was like, actually, that didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, he did say that. So now we're looking at Britta, Britta Vilta, um, in her... Rainbow shoulder, big shoulders, rainbowy sequins, blue hair, mink stole. I like like this, but also I feel like it's a bit pedestrian yeah. or something. I think that that iridescent sequiny stuff has kind of been done to death over the last couple of years. Like it's kind of you know everyone at Pride yes. has their like iridescent sequin tank top. You know it's like very like it's y- y- yeah it it does feel kind of basic. Her makeup always looks phenomenal, and her body always looks brilliant as well. Mm-hmm, it feels tea. trademark pheromone like that sort of iridescent it feels she wore a yeah. lot of that i like the hair although the we're looking at the photo and i felt like on the actual show on the runway the hair was a nice color but it looked a bit cheap or something and the i will say i feel like that's the kind of dress in real life in a club it would probably really pop because yes. the lights yeah. hitting that would be stunning it just felt like it needed another something something to make up it. it also didn't feel very on theme no for for the rest of it the... was the least ice queeny frozen of the yeah, lot of them i felt yeah. i think because it like went so much into the pink it, it kind of yeah it sort of took away from the ice queeny bit and it was weird, uh, uh, during the critiques, Carson was like, that definitely read Ice Queen to me, which made me sound like somebody, other people were like, that didn't read Ice Queen. Yeah, I was like, it didn't to me, Carson, <laughs> sorry, hon. <laughs> so I, that's some of the critiques that Britta has been getting, like she got last week, that her, her outfit was like good for the club, but not good for the runway. So that's probably a theme we're seeing. Okay, now we're looking at Crystal in her... Pajama pants, Mrs. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, the house down. Oh boots my god, moments. this is like probably one of my favorite looks that's ever been on the runway of Drag Race. I think she looks amazing, and I love that Batman and Robin, Mr. Freeze kind of reference. It, it's just brilliant, and we don't have a yeah. picture here of her when she takes the like the thing off and has that kind of like I don't know, like little little blousey thing going on. It just it looks brilliant. It was so chic. Yes, and she looks yeah. just great. Her makeup, her wig, everything about this. See, this is, I really like Crystal. I love the makeup and hair for this. And particularly on, we're, again, we're looking at the Instagram photos, which is slightly different, but on the actual runway, they were zooming in. I thought, God, the detail yeah. here is amazing. I did feel until she took the jacket off, it was a bit pedestrian. And once you got the shirt and the tailoring, you were like, okay, it actually is quite chic. Mm. I still think, and I love Crystal, I would have liked a little more, something a bit more mad or detailed on the shirt and the pants alongside the tailoring just to make it more crystally. Yeah. But I also know they want her to be a bit more fashion and elegant. So I guess like it was smart of her to go that way. It just shows that she, I don't know, you're kind of like, okay, she could actually have like, she has more in her arsenal than some of yeah. them do maybe in terms of different no, she, points of view. She and seems looks. clever and she, she seemed like, this is a smart look and she's put effort into bringing it together. And I think that you're seeing that with all of her looks. And she's versatile. Well, we don't know that, Tish. I haven't seen her on the apps, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our next carousel queen is Gigi Good. Oh, I loved her. I thought she looked so cute. So she's in her little, like, rah-rah skirt, kind of cinched waist for the gods, blue hair, little, like, the detail on the nose, holding the ice cream cone. This was, like, a great way to reimagine the prompt. Like, she went in such a different lane to the rest Mm. of them. Yes, yeah. She she is also, like, she is a fan of a prop. Yeah. She's got her, like, helmets, her whips, her big ice cream cones. Like, every week she's, like, bringing it out. But they don't feel like they're overpowering any of the 
because uh, you know we always think back to the to the fr- Frostula was the first person I thought of when we had this one. I was like, is anyone going to bring themselves out like an enormous snowman? And this is the closest we got, but it really added to the look. I'm a bit annoyed that no one went. She's an ice cream queen, ice cream queen. I'm like, it was right there, guys. Like I listened to judges going, "There's so many jokes you're not making." I do. My only beef with this is I think the actual dress is very cute, but it's a little bit too simple. I'm kind of like, I would have even loved like a cartoony like ice cream badge on the pocket or like a logo for a fake ice cream shop or like Gigi Good's Ice Cream Emporium. Maybe it was like her uniform at a shop or something. That part of it was a little bit too simple for me. You know, actually that would have been good. And now looking at it again here, it's quite similar to the the look she had to make for the ball. Yeah, that's what my issue with it was. I thought we'd seen the silhouette on her before. I also didn't really get frozen too much from it yeah i kind of like i saw this and i got Ca- uh, candy man by christina aguilera that video with like the sort of sailor cap but like that's the sort of vibe i got off it i think maybe Gigi was being strategic to be like okay i'm gonna not do the prompt the same way because she knew they were all gonna come out and in like pageanty like i'm an ice queen bitch kind yeah. of gown mm. so i know she could do that look as well and it would be amazing so i would want to see it next we have heidi oh this is one of her best. In her like regal ice queen, like high fur hat moment. And as she said herself, and it made, it could be the quarantine, but it made me laugh. Her carrying her muff around. <laughs> yeah. That when she said her muff and then she laughed, I was like, oh, I love you so much. Oh my she, God. To me, she kind of looks like the sort of the queen of the neighboring country, country of Aldovia in the Christmas Prince 4 coming to be entertained by <laughs> whatever, whatever shenanigans they're going to be getting up to. I, d- I did think she looked fab, but I, yeah. I, I don't know if it, it, it just doesn't feel as expensive maybe as, as some of the, the other yeah. looks. Actually in this Instagram photo that we're looking at, we're looking at the Drag Race official Instagram if you are, like want to play along at home. Um, the boots she's actually got like furry <laughs> leg warmers then heels and i will say in this photograph they look very like two euro shop yeah sad to say <laughs> and i say that with love i actually don't mind that looks cheap like i so i presume jada's jada's next uh jada had a similar look oh no jackie's next you have to get my alphabet right but jackie had a sort of similar look but i just felt there was more character to heidi's than there was to, ja- to jada yeah like and that's also because heidi i think has a little like that little something something to her where she kind of yeah. bring, she brings a, a kook and a kooky quality that's not overly thought out whereas she doesn't even yeah. know she's kooky and I just yeah. that makes she me like a, love and her. Alyssa Edwards tongue in cheek thing about her Fully. that she doesn't really know she's doing she she just has it um, but I think what we're seeing with her over even say someone like Alyssa Edwards is that say for the she she's able to turn it on a bit when she needs to and she can be kind of more yes. natural like even in the snatch game she was able to use some of what she had to, to volley with RuPaul yeah yeah volley does it did someone say tennis <laughs> love jackie cox look this year yeah it's fun seeing her in blonde she's kind of rocking like they kind of call it a snowflake she said it was a tribute to um i wrote this down to elsa's crown was it elsa's crown mm-hmm. and it kind of has both it does look like fractals in the snow and it does look like a crown so and also like we're looking at the photo as we said but on the runway the way it hit the, yeah, the way the light hit right. it was really impressive mm-hmm. and it kind of gave it this iridescent kind of um it did remind me of the movie and put in a roundabout way which is clever because yeah. some of them took the frozen prompt very literally and some of them were clearly fans of the film and like d- did a, an homage and a nod to it in a clever way and yeah. it's one seeing her blonde she looks good blonde she looks very different blonde and she makes a point of that as well doesn't she she's like oh, i'm gonna wear blonde for the only time but i think it's okay 
Yeah, it was it was a good idea, and it's that versatility that they always bang on about. So like, yeah. why not? No, I I, re- I really liked her look um, and her massive kind of like arm show el- yeah. elbow God, pads. Take her out with those. Yeah, you'll be beside her on the bus. Next is Jada Essence Hall. Yeah, now Titties. even now this looks even more to me. Titties. I, I on the on the runway, there's something actually you can kind of see it in the picture on the on the Instagram as well. The sort of stuff falling down, the, the fabric falling down from from the back. Yeah, seems to be like caught in her shoe or tied into her oh, shoe. Yeah. Or something. It's it's because I noticed it on the runway. It was kind of catching, or it felt like it was catching. Yeah, I, I saw that too. Alright, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but this is one where from from like the waist up, I think she looks phenomenal. But it, uh, like from the waist down, it's not really that exciting. It's her extent, her aesthetic. It's we're reminiscent of what she's done so far all season, where it's like she always paints beautifully. Like the mug is always like mm. so on point. The like look is always very regal and like very on the theme, and then she just cuts out a load of panels and shows a bit of like tits and ass. Yeah. So I kind of it's weirdly consistent. Like it's definitely not bad, but also it is kind of more of the same. Like I just love the her take on a Disney musical is to get her tits out. Like I just think that's that's very Drag Race. <laughs> this is a kids film. Here are my breasts. <laughs> Frozen three, my tits. The White Walker from Jan. Jan is um... back. Just Jan. Jan is back with another I costume. I really liked this, and I like the sludge on her face. Um, again, I love a prop, I love a concept. Like, obviously, this isn't per se like a fashion look, but I thought it was really. Yeah, cool. I, I didn't yeah. like it. I d- I like the idea. I thought when they were zooming in and around it, it looked a bit kind of rickety and almost too plastic Slimy. and immovable. I'm almost like I would have preferred a fabric like a sequin or fabric that nodded to this but was a bit more drag or have more movement because I felt like she was stuck in that like in general on Drag Race when someone comes out in like something like silicone or something that they can only do one kind of character pose in it gets really boring Mm. really fast so it's mind you when you look at the fact in fairness when she walked out and half her face was covered in that blue I was like that's a she put a lot of work into it like you and that's the thing with Jan where I feel bad critiquing her because she's putting all this work in, but I'm also like, it's almost like you're doing too much work and not enough fun or something. Yes. Everything feels a bit kind of um, too try hard or something yeah. in a way. But I appreciate the fact she's putting in all the work. And also me have not worn anything other than sweatpants for like three weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> you're doing too much, John. I'm like, really? Who am I to say? <laughs> this is my only human interaction of the day. And I'm like, you know what, John? Tone it down. <laughs> like, maybe, I, maybe I'm the problem. Now, Widow Von Du, who just took another existing outfit and just stuck a few ice puts to her face. I have a lot to say about this, and I think she's very lucky she was safe because she literally stuck what looks like quality street wrappers to her face and arms and called it fucking <laughs> Titanic. Yeah, I'm like, I... what the fuck are you doing? I appreciated the idea. But if you're going to do this, you need to drag a fucking door with you. Kate Winslet did not have no yeah, life, boy. Tea. She had a door. Come out with a door. That A door to Lano. Come out with a door to Lano. <laughs> yeah, Titanic party. Yeah, fuck. fuck. It's fucking frozen, It's man. been a pleasure to be here with you tonight. Frozen. But also, does that not look too old for Titanic, no? Well, like, I think, in a way, it was very clever. She heard Frozen. She thought, okay, someone freezing in the ice and the wreck is Titanic. But it's like... 
I just feel like the actual face makeup that that like you could have done something so interesting and spooky and disconcerting with the face for mm. that. Like the outfit is a bit pedestrian. I am Helen because as we mentioned, we're looking at the Instagram photos and in these photos, Jan or sorry, Widow is like standing here and she's got like this like inflatable ring that you get on your holiday in Tarmelinos and she's posing and like squinting like yes bitch I'm holding the garment and I'm like you're holding a rubber ring it's so funny <laughs> she's like I'm working the rubber ring honey I'm like I don't know <laughs> it's like unintentionally camp I'm kind of into it she's I'm fierce gonna, I'm gonna to, to give us a conspiracy theory here I don't think that the um, I think that 9-11 was an inside job no um <laughs> I, I don't think that that stuff on her face and on her hand was originally part of the idea. I feel like it was stuck on. I feel like almost Jan might have given it to her because it just feels so at odds with the re- the rest of it. Like it's and it's really placed in a weird way. And like even like if the hair had been like more wet look, so you felt like she was actually a damp. I was just gonna say, or even I would have done something gimmicky, like I would have been pouring water on myself on the runway and being like shivering or like something stupid like throwing ice cubes on yourself. I mean, they probably wouldn't let you do that for health and safety reasons, but like it just if she had not been saved, that is a kind of like mishap that would put you in the bottom. Like I find it odd how she sails through this week because I'm just kinda like you didn't do anything very memorable in either instance. I mean, it's very it was odd. Sailing through is a is a rich choice of words when she did the Titanic yeah. look. She didn't hit the iceberg <laughs> and she's lucky. Her heart will go on and on for maybe one more week if she's lucky. Now, eighty-four what was years. <laughs> That's what it feels like at the moment. That's a quote of the what pandemic. Was in- <laughs> what was interesting this week was we got no runway from Sherry Pie. Right, they. Which, in a way, look, honestly, I, not to be like fucking harsh, but I'm kind of like, you know what? It's what she deserves. But it is interesting the choices they're making week on week because we have seen the runway some week just shorter. And this week, they, Mm. I don't know. I don't know stylistically what you do because it's like, you're still going to see the outfit anyway. So like... Mm -hmm. Is it because they left in her critique? So they were like, okay, we'll take out the runway. Yes. Whereas normally we hear the runway, but we don't hear the critique. It's just, it's weird because I thought we had a new world order. We see her in the movie. Yes. The show, we don't see her on the gram. But now when, like, we've, they've changed the world order on me now. And I don't know what to yeah. Maybe they have to make an executive decision each week because, like, this week they would have featured her heavily in the Snatch Game. And so they knew they'd have to have the judges' critiques of that. So they wanted to let... They're probably... They're probably, I think it's one thing is that they're trying to show her as little as possible, but also they've probably rejigged the running time for the whole episode. So they're gone. we'll pull out her runway because we need an extra 30 seconds of so-and-so elsewhere. You know, some of it's probably just a practical thing. Some of it's like, don't show her too much. I mean, yeah, she's fucking lucky the viewing parties are over because she'd be getting booed in gay bars across America every week for the next 12 weeks. So she's in way... Could be worse. Yeah, absolutely. Could be worse, Sherry. We're all in isolation with Sherry. Yeah. Do we <laughs> agree with the top three? <laughs> uh, her top three was Sherry, uh, Jackie, and Gigi. Yeah. I mean, I as we were That's saying, fair. everything else aside, I don't think Sherry's snatch game was that good. So to me, to me, my snatch game top two was Jackie and Gigi. Yeah. Mm. Same. I I did feel that Sherry was third. Um. I, I, out of everyone else like I definitely felt like she you could have put her or maybe even Heidi as as yeah as I like liked Heidi's Leslie Jones I felt that she kind of interacted well with Rue and yes because Heidi Jada Jan and Widow were safe and like 
Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's funny to me that Jan did someone so big. Like, Bernadette Peters is someone I just know from seeing in movies. And I'm like, that, she had the voice down and she just kind of went, huh. I'm like, so it's funny. The Save Queens, I would have quite liked to see get critiques just because I think they, some of them would have got really red. But, like, obviously, they have yeah. to boot a few of them down to Untucked for, to get a few minutes filming out of them. Yeah, I feel Widow is constantly just safe. Yeah. Of the bottom three, like she's been bo- bottom four each week, yeah. Except when she, won. I feel like in the next couple of episodes now, it's gonna be like Widow and Britta, like what's going on with them, and like Heidi. I feel like we'll do that thing where she sort of gets by on sheer force of will alone because she is so charismatic, and there's that Vanjie factor of they'll want to keep her around, I'm sure, as much as they yeah. can, just yeah. from a talking head point of view. Well, on the topic of sort of you know, producers meddling with it. Do we agree that Crystal probably should have lip-synced, but they put Brit in there for the narrative? No, because I actually think Crystal, Brita's Snatch Game, we actually, which we didn't even talk about, which will tell you how unmemorable it was. Yeah. Brita's Snatch Game was very one-note. And if you're this big New York queen doing Jennifer Holiday, who is like s- s- tied to such a certain era of drag, it's like, it's to me very telling that she flopped that whereas at least crystal crystal's choice was really out there and she managed to like embody a very weird character which didn't fully land but was more of a choice and more of a statement of intent whereas Britta, i was like you're just going <laughs> over and yeah. over she yeah. could have sang the Brita song she could, i don't know one decent joke in there like fair like her jennifer hudson thing fair Where, so whereas crystal mm. and aiden was le balloon, le balloon, le balloon. yeah i mean i think look there is definitely some producer manipulation you have the two queens who spent the last three episodes at loggerheads and now we get a showdown so like it was like back in the day having Alyssa and coco lip sync you're like of course they've led us to We're this point this. although yeah. it felt a bit even if like it, it was anticlimactic as lip syncs go yeah it was um they they should have done do you want to build a snowman and done some fucking maz like that would have been funny like Britta been like do you want to build a snowman you just know she would have debt dropped into a snowman or something I don't know <laughs> yeah. the minute they said Frozen Runway I was like well they're going to do Let It Go and then they obviously did the Broadway version which I'm not a Broadway musicals for I don't know how you feel about musicals but to me I was like oh this is exactly how I imagined the Broadway version of Let It Go it's the same but it's sung more earnestly and there's a few extra wails in it like uh, uh. I was like I get it it's Broadway you're drawing on every syllable and it was a bit of a shit lip sync in my opinion Britta Britta is made for an earnest lip sync of Let It Go like that's fully I can imagine walking into a bar in New York and seeing her do that and being rained down in tips and I thought, well, okay, if Aiden was clever, Aiden could do a weird, angry or like angsty take. But Aiden was trying to do an earnest, like I want to stay version, and she just did not. Ha- At one point, I thought she wasn't lip syncing because her mouth's moving so slowly. She knew the words, but it was so low energy and serious. I was like, if you're a weird queen, this is when you have to like, like Crystal probably would have put a spin on it and done something a bit mad. I just thought, Aiden, you can't do earnest broadway lip sync against a new york queen you have to go the other lane yeah. she got yeah. washed out then because it's like there's no there was no competition then whereas if aiden had been like crawling around the stage or like i don't know interacting with the snow or something that to me could have because britta wasn't that great either but she sold what she did very well and it was like a straightforward yeah. glamorous lip sync. It, it, it felt like her style of song i felt like her style of performance it suited her and you are right i think had aiden I, I don't feel like there would have been a way where Aiden wasn't going home 
But yeah. I think she could have made more of an impression by doing something a bit different or a bit more out there. To be fair to um, Aiden, I think she had a really good exit line where she was like, I don't want to be the quiet queen anymore. And then she screamed. I was like, okay, that's that actually very... one of the more memorable. Yeah, it was very random though. I was like, you are the quiet queen. Like, <laughs> I just, yeah. that's always a funny moment when some of them try and force a Vanjie style moment at the end. Some of them do it really well. It's where it's like, they just say it off to a pitch. You could tell Aiden was like, and I've got my exit line because I'm a weirdo. It's like, oh, it wasn't that good though, was it? <laughs> yeah, perhaps if you tried a bit harder on the challenge rather than your exit line, you wouldn't have needed an exit line. Right, so Connor, as you have you here, who is yeah. going to win? This season? Yeah. I think Gigi. I think so too. The only other person who's won the ball and snatch game is Aquaria and she won. So yeah. I think Gigi. Yeah. Gigi is, is like Aquaria win. in terms of young, funny and fashionable, but I actually think Gigi is a bit even more unique and actually funnier. Whereas Aquaria were like, Oh, you're funny with Gigi, like you're really fucking yeah. funny. Like I kind I of just... feel Aquaria was accidentally funny at the right moment And leaned Gigi into it. When... Yeah. Whereas Gigi, I'm like, oh, you're actually really like delib- really smart in terms of funny and fashion. So, mm. yeah, and she's only 21. It's so sick when they're that young and that successful. Yeah, it's it's grotesque. I do. I think that it, she's the, <laughs> it's the, she's the obvious, she's the, she is the obvious one. I think her and Jackie. I think like we're we're heading towards a a Gigi, Jackie, Sherry top three. Jada. I would say Jada. Perhaps I would say Jada over yeah. Jan. Actually. I feel like Jan, if she kicks into high gear, could have that second half of the season romp to kind of top four. I might kind of, because Jan is so like, I get memes and I like the internet and I'm an Instagram gay. Like people could relate to that and, and vote for her. But like Jada is a really good polished pageant queen with like a wink wink and a personality. And I think when you can mix those two, it's kind of Drag Race gold yeah. and it's the kind of RuPaul love. So I feel like Jada and Jan could inch up. I think Crystal and Heidi will probably fade midway through, but they'll be memorable fan favourites and they'll do well out of it. And I can I see either of them being back All Stars as well. Yeah. All Stars, COVID-19. <laughs> I'm going to say Jan for the fourth place in the final now that Sherry Yeah, will they there. do? Because they'll obviously, I mean, they basically told us Sherry Pie is top four or something. Hmm. So do you think they'll yeah, change the close. top four post-production or they'll go this is the top four one of them's gone it's just the top three like i don't know what the etiquette yeah, is yeah i suppose it'll so I, I i'd say probably had we not had a global pandemic they would have elevated whoever was in the top five to the top four so they could keep that format of the lip sync for your legacy against each other but now they're gonna have to change the format of the the finale anyway so they might just say this is your top three that's true Thanks for that, Connor. Thanks for, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, I hope the rest of your quarantine time goes well. Same to you. What are you getting up to with your, your quarantine? That's a good question. <laughs> but it's weird because like, in some ways, DJing has obviously stopped because the clubs aren't open. So we're wait, waiting right here back at what happens with that. But um, I was like, I'm doing like podcasty bits like this. It's on my friend's podcast that came out yesterday, the day before I filmed this. I interviewed Jade for Little Mix for GCN and mm-hmm. that should be out this week coming. And we actually talked a lot about Drag Race. Like, I'd say half the interview was me asking her about drag. So cool. if you want to know what drag name Willem gave her or her thoughts in season 12, keep an eye on GCN.ie because we went in. I was chatting to her in a flap in like, I could call you every, every week and we could just talk about Drag Race. All right, well, thank you for joining today. Thanks for having me and no thanks for the company in these troubling times. Yes, of course. thank you for being here. <laughs>
another good episode for content. Like I think it often sorts the the girls from the queens. The, this episode, mm-hmm, the wheat from the chaff. I I agree. Yeah, I think it was really good. I think you saw a clear. You we're starting to see that like the pack separating into our front runners and our people who are kind mm. of lagging a bit behind now. Um, it was very funny. I think it is definitely probably my favorite snatch game we've had in a couple of years. Yeah. I think that there was. I think the last few Snatch games have been carried maybe by one character, mm. whereas this one there was two or three that like I was laughing at what they were saying and I and, and I thought it was very yeah, strong. Definitely. I enjoyed it. Next week, another musical icon, Madonna, is getting her own rusical. Who's going to do well on that? Do you think none of them strike me as having have having good voices? Jan. Well, Jan, obviously. Oh. <laughs> None of them, uh, but Jan. Well, no, there's a bit of like. Sure, Jan. I don't know. Like, there's a bit. I'm. 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 I'm a, she, she's. She's yet to impress me. I'm personally. impressed with her. Breed from Bandwagons will be all up in your face because she is a, a Jan Stan. She's living the Jantasy. She's living the. She is sure living that Jantasy. Jantasy. And Jan is also. Uh, I haven't said it right, but anyway, I. I think she'll do well. Uh, she'll do well vocally, but sometimes. Drag Race does love to throw a spanner in the works where the person who has the good voice doesn't carry it through to the performance. And I've not been overwhelmed by Jan's performances in in, in it. I think she's been sort of like flatlining a bit, much like her performance as Dr. Merda Gay in Gay's Anatomy. She was, but she was middle the of the pack. That. Not for me. In James O'Hagan's Drag Race... She would have been middle of the pack. Yeah, well, you had Aiden high in the pack and look for that. <laughs> exactly. I had Aiden in the Fantasy League this week. Yeah. I was like, oh, she is going to turn it around. Well, I had Jan <laughs> as my captain this week and, you know, didn't get any points from that. Which really goes, mm. if anyone's listening to me and like, oh, you know, why are we competing against them? They, don't, they know what's going to happen. Obviously not. <laughs> well, on the top of the Jantasy League, the winners this week so far, until I add the, the scores for the Photo Fashion Review, are... User uh, Instagram users Gorf Good Boy, who I think had won before, and Peter O'Brien 1.0. Um, we'll be back with another episode on Wednesday about the Trixie Mattel documentary Moving Parts. So tune in for that. I will be back next Saturday. They can find us on Instagram at sissy.pod. They can find us on Facebook, Sissy That Pod, also. And actually, we don't normally say this here, but if you have watched Untucked, then we put up an Instagram story every Sunday about our thoughts. Yes, um, you can let us know. I think it's my turn tomorrow, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Okay, until then, we'll chat to you. Bye! Bye.